0: Welcome to the What is Stoicism podcast. In the relentless pursuit of happiness and contentment, a common impulse leads us to believe that a change in surroundings will lift the burdens of our minds. Seneca, the ancient Stoic philosopher, challenges this instinct in his 28th letter to Lucilius, inviting us to question whether our travels truly offer escape or merely a temporary reprieve. His message, which doesn't seem to have been diluted by the passage of time, suggests that what we need isn't transportation to new scenery, but rather a profound transformation within. You need a change of soul rather than a change of climate, he writes, emphasising the priority we should give to internal change if we're to foster contentment. If you think about your own life, has there ever been a time when you've embarked on a journey, crossed vast seas and diverse landscapes, only to find that the weight on your mind persists, despite the distances covered. Seneca draws upon the teachings of Socrates, who once said, Why do you wonder that globe trotting does not help you, seeing that you always take yourself with you? This poignant reminder from the godfather of Western philosophy echoes through the ages, challenging the notion that travel can provide a genuine cure for restlessness. Again, it's not the physical location that requires alteration, but the state of our minds. Seneca paints a vivid picture of the futility of seeking pleasure through exploration if we haven't first tended to our own turmoil. Quote, "What pleasure is there in seeing new lands or in surveying cities and spots of interest? All your bustle is useless." End quote. The philosopher's words cut through the romanticism of travel, exposing it as a mere distraction when the true source of discontent lies within. Our troubles aren't the luggage we carry, but the unresolved issues and burdens of the mind. The analogy of a prophetess in a state of frenzy adds depth to Seneca's argument. Much like the priestess attempting to shake off divine inspiration, we often engage in a restless pursuit to rid ourselves of mental burdens. However, the more we strive to escape, the more troublesome these burdens become. Seneca compares the mind to cargo on a ship, emphasizing that only when the cargo or troubles of the mind is removed? Can any change of scene be genuinely pleasant? To grasp Seneca's perspective fully, we have to embrace the idea that the person we are matters more than the place we find ourselves. This universal truth resonates in his declaration that I am not born for any one corner of the universe. This whole world is my country. The realization that the pursuit of a fulfilling life is not confined to a specific location is liberating. It challenges us to stop drifting and start living intentionally, understanding that the key to contentment lies within our own minds. Seneca's words serve as a mirror to our tendency to overlook the inherent beauty and potential for joy in our current circumstances. As the philosopher says, our current situation would have pleased us before now had we believed it wholly ours. The failure to recognize the intrinsic value of our present moment renders us perpetual drifters exchanging one place for another, in vain pursuit of happiness that can only be found within. As Seneca shifts his focus to the bustling chaos of the Forum, he acknowledges the potential for tranquility, even in the midst of confusion. The wise person, he argues, endures life's challenges but doesn't actively seek out chaos. In a world where some glorify a stormy existence, Seneca advocates for peace over perpetual conflict, urging us to prioritise inner harmony. The wisdom encapsulated in Seneca's 28th letter culminates in the acknowledgement that self-awareness is the first step towards saving ourselves. He echoes Epicurus' profound insight that the knowledge of sin is the beginning of salvation. To reform ourselves, we must first recognize our flaws. Seneca encourages a brutal honesty with oneself, advocating for an introspection that involves playing the roles of accuser, judge, and intercessor. In conclusion, Seneca's letter serves as a useful guide for introspection and self-improvement. It invites us to pause and reflect on our constant quest for external solutions to internal dilemmas. The lessons within challenge us to embrace the transformative power of a change of soul, rather than mere changes of scenery. After all, the key to a fulfilling life is not found in distant lands, but in the recesses of our own minds. Then... Having made progress in creating beauty in our inner world, we'll be free to fully appreciate the beauty of the outer world if we do decide to take a trip to a new location. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the What is Stoicism podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please consider taking a second to leave a rating and a review. It's a good way to let me know you're getting value from the content, and it helps more people discover the show. I appreciate your support. Thanks so much. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, I recommend checking out the Stoic Handbook podcast by John Brooks. It's one I've been a fan of myself for a while. It has great reviews. John publishes regular episodes that are always filled with practical wisdom, and it's available on all the usual podcast platforms. You can also find it on the web at stoichandbook.buzzsprout.com. Thanks again for listening.